0: Marcus, Paul, thank you very much for your time.
1: It's my pleasure. How are you?
0: Not too bad, thank you. For those of us who don't quite understand the full extent to what's happened, can you briefly take us through what the goings-on have been, Marcus?
1: In relation to uh, the win yesterday in the federal court by the former New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barillaro, well, he has managed to successfully sue Google for defamation to the tune so far of some $715,000. Oh, now, goodness. it's a lot of money, um, but there may mm. well be more um, because there'll be a costs order made as well by the uh, the justice, Justice rares on this matter.
0: Now, how damaging is this for freedom of speech, especially for those younger people like me, whose voice may not be as projected as people like Mr Barilaro?
1: All right, well, look, John claims, John, the former deputy premier, claims victory uh, and that he was, uh, quote, unquote, vindicated in the wake of what he called a relentless cyberbullying campaign by friendly yeah. Geordies. Now, look, the issue here, uh, and look, Jordan and others, uh, you need to have some kind of shtick. You need to have some kind of, um, I don't want to use the word show, but there's a... Uh, You know, a nom de plume which is always placed on people like you, Jordan Shanks or Isaac Butterfield or anybody else. Look, for many years, we've been doing satire. Politicians in our country have been lampooned and made fun of since, uh, well, since as long as I can remember. The the issue is, um, how far can you go? Now, uh, Jordan, in the work that he did on uh, the former New South Wales Deputy Premier John Barilaro, uh, com- obviously, contained what the court found to be racist um, overtones. Now, that's a matter of, of opinion, and you know I respect the justice's opinion, but I don't necessarily agree with it. That's the beauty of you know <laughs> a democracy. Now, the issue is, of course, um, Jordan not only used, I guess, as in the court's words, not mine, racist overtones in his in his. Uh, uh, work and content and videos on uh, the, uh, the former New South Wales Deputy Premier Leader of the Nationals in New South Wales, but he also backed it up with evidence. Evidence that he claims he had legally tested and that, you know, obviously he thought was in the public interest. And this is where we come to, uh, I think, what is most fundamental in all of this. Is the work done by Friendly Geordies and others... And even though obviously uh, a court has ruled one way in this uh, particular instance, is this work in the public interest? I will always argue, yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, the evidence produced in these videos and uh, jordan uh, Jordan backing it up on his you know on his videos and on his social media, all the rest of it, has never been tested in court. I mean, Google, for instance, they didn't bother filing a defense. And as a result, um, some, including other independent journalists like Michael West and others, and I agree with this. What, what's happened is that we've just made a rich man richer because he's claimed hurt feelings. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, if every politician, uh, this is what is a, a bit of a concern. If every politician ran to the defamation courts because of hurt feelings, you know. We'd be, well, we'd be going to court each and every day. I mean, your your premier over there in Western Australia, I mean, you should hear some of the things people calling him online here in New <laughs> South Wales. You know, over over Yeah, well, over lockdown rules and over all the issues you've had over there keeping West Australians safe. Well, You know, um, Mark McGowan has been lampooned. Now, he could be running off to the defamation uh, court claiming (laughs) hurt feelings. Look, the other issue, of course, uh, and as what some say could be the real story, which was missed by the media, uh, by a lot of the mainstream, and we still haven't heard the last of this, you know, the Australian Federal Police, supposedly independent, arrested and harassed uh, Jordan's producer Christo just before the former Deputy Premier's defamation suit. Now, this hasn't seen... uh, I mean, there have been some discussions in parliamentary inquiries in New South Wales, but we haven't heard the end of this yet. And and as I say, at the end of the day, not a single fact in the allegations of... Corruption and misconduct by the former deputy premier of New South Wales. Not a single fact has been tested in court. I mean, Mr. Barilaro settled with Jordan Shanks. Uh, He claimed parliamentary privilege on a a number of of issues. Um, You know, and I I just I really worry. You know, and I, I wonder whether it's okay for politicians to. A, deploy terror police against political opponents, leading to the media simply, you know, missing the story and and turning over. Or, you know, why is it that this whole story of whether or not the former New South Wales Deputy Premier uh, was corrupt, as in the allegations made by Jordan Shanks in his videos, why it was never tested in court or allowed to get that far to be tested in court. And uh, to answer your question... I think it is a bit of a, a black eye to free speech here in Australia.
0: Now, Barlow and Shanks, as you say, they've already settled their they're in case in court. Yeah. But one thing I want to test your uh, opinion on here is, do you think this has actually helped Jordan's case in showing the power the New South Wales government actually have, suing citizens having an opinion, getting anti-terrorist police at your doorstep? Does it show a, a power problem in your state's government?
1: Well, absolutely. Um, And look, there are still many things that are still being tested that obviously need to be a little careful about talking here. Um, You know, the Independent Commission Against Corruption has not finalised its findings on the former Premier, Gladys Berejiklian. Now, um, there were some other issues uh, in that inquiry that also included the Deputy Premier, John So. Um, I, I'm a little hesitant to to fully answer your question. The other thing, as well, um, that I think we can all look forward to is a greater independent commission against corruption uh, being at a, at a federal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and there may well be greater powers now to hold politicians to account. Now, whether that will have any ramifications for the former. New South Wales Premier or Deputy Premier, I'm not quite, you know, that remains to be seen. Probably not. Um, So I think once we have a federal ICAC or some sort of integrity commission established at a federal level, I think journalists then may feel a little more comfortable knowing that they can break stories or they can talk about these issues, uh, knowing that there is a, a watchdog with teeth uh, perhaps, that can look into any allegations. What's What's disappointed me the most about the whole issue surrounding John Barilaro, and I, you know, I used to uh, know John. I lived and worked in Canberra. Uh, he was, you know, he's Queanbeyan. He is where he's born and bred. He was a local businessman. He uh, appeared on my uh, my afternoon drive program on 2 C in Canberra on a number of occasions. It wasn't until I was handed, you know, a whole bunch of information and read some evidence and went through documentation um, that was provided to me that I I myself started questioning certain things that had happened I mean what it all comes down to effectively and you know one has to be careful when they say this is are our elected politicians there to serve us or there to serve themselves well evidence has been pre- presented as far as I'm concerned in Friendly Geordies instance that, in some occasions, well, perhaps that wasn't the case in New South Wales, you know. Uh, and, and some like to call it good old fashioned pork barrelling. Well, I noticed today, the New South Wales Premier Dominic Perrottet, perhaps seeing the writing on the wall at a federal level, well, has announced that more scrutiny will be placed on government grants. Uh, he announced he would support. Or support in principle all recommendations from a so-called pork barrelling review. Now you have to remember um, <laughs> the man at the centre of Jordan Shanks's allegations, John Barillaro, the former New South Wales deputy premier, used to wear a, wear it, this so-called pork barrelling as a badge of honour. He referred to himself in the first person as pork as pork Barilaro. You know, and. I, <laughs> There's only oh, so much public funding that can get around a state, territory or a, a nation. And we, and as far as I'm concerned, we have to ensure that it's done, you know, on a, uh, a fair basis and not to ensure it keeps certain people in political power.
0: Marcus, thank you very much for your time on The Dwarf Show today.
1: My pleasure, mate. Good to talk.